0: You're listening to Main Character Energy, a podcast that'll teach you how to become that bitch. Main Character Energy gives you a behind-the-scenes look at how some of the world's most impactful disruptors, innovators, and creatives came from the bottom and embodied what it means to make it in all forms. Now, let's get into the show. Hello and welcome back to Main Character Energy. Today I have with me Denny. I'm so excited to have Denny here. Denny's a seasoned designer, a mompreneur, an intuitive astrologer, and has over eight years of branding experience. Her mission is to guide introverted millennial entrepreneurs and parents in designing a purposeful and authentic life. I think that you are such a great person to be leading such a cool mission like that. Um, We've had the opportunity to work together, and we'll kind of talk through a little bit of what our project was, but... Even just getting to know you more and, and seeing more of like your vision, it's been so dope to watch it come to life more, especially, you know, my favorite part about working with other entrepreneurs and helping people brand themselves is the fact that like you have such an incredible story and sometimes it's hard to put it into the perfect tagline, for example. But I'll let you dive into all the amazing aspects that make you who you are. But first, how's your year
1: starting off since we last? First of all, that was an amazing intro to. You definitely body that. Thank you. I Thank appreciate you. you. Yes, girl. But the beginning of my year so far, it's been very transformational. Real like, solitude-like is giving solitude back to self. Real foundation, like foundational rebuilding.
0: Mm-hmm, lack mm-hmm. of a better
1: term. Yeah. Well,
0: that's good to hear. And I know that especially like these last couple of years, there's been so much going on, so much growth in general. And you and I were talking about how this is it's an eight year. There's a lot of meaning behind 2024. I know that you, especially being so deep into astrology, you are kind of finding deeper meaning in that as well. So what does this year mean really?
1: Ooh, for me or just in general?
0: Yeah, for you in, in the grand scheme of things, like your intention.
1: Honestly, it's all about authenticity. I overcame people-pleasing. I definitely could say that. And yes, there's still like some rough patches, like just being in this new space, but it feels so liberating to me. So it's like this year I have to really be bold and stand like strong on that where it's like you know what I'm gonna do what's best for me first as selfish as that sounds. not I selfish that. right because it's like I noticed that the more that I just been thinking like okay I have to just keep on pouring into me because the more that I do that it's gonna come out of my creativity so it's like I can't really keep on putting people first and make myself hanging because when I put myself first y'all get the benefit anyway
0: literally everybody benefits from it I've had and we've talked about this so much but I've had the same problems with people pleasing and I think especially as black women it comes from a place of having to be better stronger faster and knowing that you've got to work you know how many times is hard there's not even a number but just working really hard really trying to make sure that you have your shit together for lack of a better word and it's exhausting and I think that so many of us had that reckoning with like you know the pandemic and kind of having to put things into perspective about what do we want to do next are we happy are we liking this and I've seen it with you where you have so many cool like hobbies and talents and skill sets that I know you've been wanting to push forth more and I think a lot of people can relate to that where it's like yeah I have these great projects that I want to take off but you have to think about like your main source of income or like keeping your family okay. Like, you know, as a mom, it's kind of hard to be selfish, isn't
1: it? It it is. It is. It almost feels like you're going against the 10 commandments. It's so taboo feeling, but at the same time, it's like, we have to look at it from a perspective where our children are just, they're watching us. We're their first like role models, their first like image of how they might mold themselves. So it's just like being intentional about, you know, the Mm -hmm. most that I could give my son is just straight up like, this is the truth. This is who I am. I'm not perfect, but I'm okay with being me because I am being myself. I would rather be me Mm -hmm. and show my son, if anything in this world, just always have your own individuality.
0: I'm sure that goes a long way because think about like previous generations where we saw a lot of that hard work and there was some of the same values there. But of course, A lot of it was really centered in like stability and, you know, like stay at this job and just make it work because you have to feed, you know, your family and nothing's wrong with that. There's a lot of really, a lot of great lessons that come from that generation that also worked really hard, but we're definitely as millennials, this new generation of wanting that, but also wanting more for ourselves. I think a lot of that comes out in this whole personal brand. This whole rebuild, because like you said, if you're more yourself, then you're going to attract more of the things you want. It's not like you can't make money off of, you know, being yourself. That is, that is the whole point of bringing your skill sets and your brand together. I know that your rebrand felt personal. So tell me more about that.
1: Yes. Okay. So depression, I read. my personal brand, like, outside of the designing and stuff like that, my creative brand, is all about, like, finding beauty in darkness. And I feel like i got to elaborate a little bit on her because people will be thinking, like, oh, she's a witch. She's this. She's that. <laughs> like, call me whatever the hell you want. Like, if I'm a witch, too, okay, whatever. But it's really because, like, mental health has been such a theme in my family and in myself. And after having my son back in 2017, I was, like, in a three-year postpartum depression phase. Got out of it for a little bit went back into it. And honestly, I could say last year was like, that was the last straw. I can't keep having depression, hold me down. But because of that though, I was able to find my true beauty. And that made me scale back from having, like just doing stuff with my beauty brand with Arcane, because it's like, it's not surface level anymore. It's not just about the strength of, oh, I like makeup, this is cute. Like, no, it's it's real deep. You gotta see beauty beyond the flesh beyond the superficial beauty starts within and that's something that I'm going to stand strong on and I hope that it shows in my work whatever I do where it's like you have to take care of the internal whatever you're doing whatever you're feeling is always going to show externally and that's kind of like where where that whole thing is about
0: yeah no thank you for speaking on that and just being transparent like that's the whole reason why I also started my platform my business like I what I wasn't you know, I wasn't happy with work. I was like struggling with my mental health and things like that. And especially with postpartum depression, I know it's being talked about more, but it's, I still don't think it's being talked about enough, how much that affects you. So to be able to integrate your work with something you actually care about is, I think a recipe for success, for long lasting success, not just like a quick moment, like you said, like it's not superficial. It's not.
1: It definitely started as that, and after having my son, just going through my personal transformation through that. Like once you have a kid, you kind of die. Your old self dies right there. Like who you thought you were is not the person that you are today. Once you have your, your child, and going through that, and then learning about astrology and numerology, and I just went down this way, this rabbit hole of just self discovery, and it's a non stop journey of just understanding the truth within myself and just embodying that and hopefully inspiring other people to do the same. It's a lot of bullshit on there. A lot of circus yeah. level crap. People are copy and pasting. And it's just like, whatever happened to the authenticity, like back in high school, we used to see like the little social groups and stuff. And it's just like, even though they were grouped up, people still had some type of identity. Nowadays, right? it's not, like, you know, they want to just- It's just experience. every
0: trend that you see. Yeah.
1: Uh, it,
0: no it's not that, yeah that's how i feel about the whole like queen girl aesthetic now it's my wife aesthetic and it's like like you said what happened to the groups like people were you know deep in their authenticity and they weren't afraid to be different and now everything's very cookie cutter i see it a lot with astrologers online too which i know is a big part of what we were talking about like differentiating what you do so what tell us a little bit about i guess the fake versus the real, like what do you see versus like reality versus expectations when it comes to astrologists online
1: on TikTok and things like that? Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into it. TikTokers, I think it's entertaining. It's entertaining, but it's very overgeneralized. It's very surface level. And I think that that contributes to the fact that people think that it's just... It's whatever. It's just woo-woo nonsense or, you know, I there's such it's such a deep science to it though. I love astrology, like the fact that it has so much power to it. And to just keep it at like, oh, your sun signs like this or Scorpios act like this. And it's like, in a sense, we all have all zodiac signs in us somewhere right. down the line like we have it either on your mars or whatever the case it would be and i just wish just it. looking at your full chart yeah there's there it's so much deeper than your sun sign and it's so much deeper than oh aries are hot-headed it's so much deeper than that so i wish that the astrology community can touch more on the depth of it you know take out the world take out the, the personal perspective of things and look at it as like a way to actually put the collective together, like we can understand how we all connect through the stars, and I really do feel like, at least for me, my mission of being an astrologer is to not only better myself and better my family, but it's a wake up call, you know, for just the the whole collective. Hopefully, you know, people can kind of tap into their birth chart and understand themselves more, look at the relationships that surround them as mirrors, as opposed to you know mm-hmm. opposition. And things like
0: that i couldn't agree more i think that's what i love about astrology numerology what's the other one like your human design, design. human design what are you do, do you know what you are yeah my human design is per is it a projector yeah, so <laughs> I'm a projector. yeah what about you I still- i'm sorry no, I'm, you. Lying. I'm
1: lying. i'm like i'm a generator i'm a generator oh okay okay can you give me a little bit about like what does the generator mean i'm a projector yeah, you're a projector. Okay, okay.
0: So, from what, from my understanding of what a generator is, and I identify with it so much, this is why I love this stuff. I think that my role is supposed to be kind of like to cal- help bring people together and help almost kind of like pull ideas out of people, okay. which is like what I do for a for living, you. right? Well, <laughs> you. For what So, yeah, it made sense for me. Like, I, it, it, I'm kind of like there to. Kind of help energize. And I do sort of think of myself as a cheerleader for my clients and my friends and things like that. Like, I love to help ideate and brainstorm. And you know that I, you know, that I love to like hear, for example, I heard your journey and I want to like jump in and, and help tell your story. So that's kind of the role that I feel like I already play. And seeing more of that in human design really just kind of helps you almost like A, take pride in knowing yourself, feeling like you know yourself a little bit better. And then B, even like just help you understand more of like your purpose. So I know that I've seen this um, uptick in people who are integrating things like human design and astrology and their consulting. And it makes so much sense to me because you can be that person who are, is helping them really break it down with like getting the full picture of their birth chart helping people understand like the nuances of it, not just your big three or your
1: sun sign. Right, right. Definitely get deep into it. And I, there's certain astrologers, there's one in particular that I love the way how she breaks things down. Her name is Umi. She's okay. on, I think it's Umi. I I don't want to mess up her last name, but she's on Instagram. Shout out to Umi. The way how she breaks things down I and mean, then she relates it back to the culture and the his, historical events. It's like, Astrology is such a unique language. It it could be used for so many different things.
0: How did you get into it? Because I know you said that you basically, you know, were going through it with postpartum and you kind of came out of it a little bit. And was astrology what kind of, or like learning more about yourself in that way? Is that what was really bringing you out? Like, how did you kind of get into it?
1: Definitely. Yes. Okay. So there was a time I was just in the room with my son. He was a newborn at the time. And I was just on YouTube and I just randomly got like a video recommendation from S.I. Lee Myers. He's a spiritual teacher and he's speaking about numerology. And I'm like, oh, it was just a curious mind in me. I'm like, oh, let me click on it. So I click on it. And he was speaking about the Life Pack one. I'm a Life Pack one. And it was like kind of like correlated back to being a Leo. And I'm like, I'm a Leo. So I'm kind of jumping on this wave. Ever since that tip, like literally my whole YouTube just been, recommending it Yes, down a rabbit hole. Right, right. So it kind of went from there and um, it became an obsession. And the last three years, within the last three years, I've been more practical with it, like intentionally using it in my relationship, trying to understand my son's father and I relationship, my son, myself. So it's like, it was a whole lot of aha moments and deep confirmation
0: that's so impressive because i'm just i'm thinking about just taking the time to understand your son based off of things like this and i think it's so important to you know we say this with a grain of salt because again it's just a guide it's something to help you make sense of things because life is complicated and if anybody's going to give me like a sign (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna take it but that work is i love that like i don't know millennial parenting where it's like yeah, like, you know, you have this certain life path number or these things about you that can just at least help me see you a little bit differently. And we didn't really always have that with our parents or, you know, our pastor. And where,
1: where could we have be right now if they did have these types of tools and things like that? And I think it'll been a game changer. So having these tools now, I intentionally want to use it for the betterment of my son like put him on that path, not the path of astrology, whatever he wants to do, that's, that's on him. But like mm-hmm. seeing him for him in real life and energetically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's
0: really beautiful. So at this point, you basically integrate, of course, astrology into the work that you do, like into branding, for example, and you're creating your personal brand around the creative expression this living authentically mental health advocacy, like really living in your truth at this point, which is amazing. Yeah. But but, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's right. it's dope. How do you how do you incorporate that into your work? Like for example, when you're approaching branding and design, like where does astrology play into that?
1: Definitely. Okay. So there's this branch of astrology that I use. It's called draconic astrology. It's not really spoken about too much, um, but it's like an ancient form where it taps into your soul's perspective. So when we're talking about personal branding, like one of my major core values is authenticity. And when it comes to draconic astrology, we're talking about if if this is what you believe in, we're talking about your soul. So it's like, forget all the social conditioning and all of that. Like, this is who you were before all of this. So like looking at the person's birth chart, for example, let's just say, what's your Sun sign again? You're a Capricorn? yes okay let's say you're a Capricorn in your tropical fur, but then your Draconic chart you're a Scorpio now it's like okay this gives extra layer where it's like we'll take both your Capricorn traits and your Scorpionic traits, and we'll create a brand that is it has to be emotionally led by like passion definitely like a, some type of structure with it but with that Scorpionic trait, now it's like okay we understand that you will have to have an emotional connection with whatever you're doing you have to be intensely passionate about it so it's like having these insights and you know understandings we could blend it into the personal brand that
0: is so cool
1: because yeah I,
0: that's dope i don't like before you had mentioned it i didn't know about that but i think that that might be helpful for some people who maybe aren't too attached to their to their sun side in their birth chart that they have right because like you said the social conditioning of it like I hadn't really realized how that factors in so that could mean like you kind of developed a different
1: personality over time pretty much yeah like our that's why it's like I say that when people are like oh astrology is about like your it's in your free will no it doesn't it just shows you what you were born with and you can always grow in time with it but this will always kind of be that energy that resonates because this is what happened as you're you know your childhood you're conditioned by your parents you're conditioned with school things like that so like the bird chart the regular bird chart will kind of show you those things but in the Draconic chart it shows you who you were or who we are innately
0: right wow that's cool and i think of course that could come into play very well as you're doing personal writing and thinking about you know we're talking about rebranding and how you want to show yourself or how you know how you want to be perceived and going doing that it seems like deep work it's like healing work
1: it it is it is i feel like it's a form exactly exactly like i'm big on healing self-healing and things like that so the astrological component of working with people with their brand it, it gives me a sense of fulfillment because it's not so marketing and business driven, like, no, this is for YouTube. It's a holistic approach.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I've kind of come to realize in my own business practice, even though it's not like rooted in something like astrology, for example, but because I'm a very spiritual person, I've noticed that I definitely align with that. So that's kind of like the DNA and the ethos of my, you know, how I do business as well, where it's not, you know, I, I reject that super phony I think everybody like hates phony but I reject that like super stiff things that don't feel aligned like I won't do it like I I really like these components of kind of just knowing a little bit more about the energetic levels that you're connecting with people on like I do business based off energy
1: for for sure I, I had to right? learn that the hard way. I had to learn that the hard way. Oh,
0: okay. Tell us like what was what was kind of like a, a moment that were an example of a moment that made you realize that?
1: Oh, okay. So two years ago, as a designer, you know, like I had, because I'm going through all these personal changes, I didn't know how to articulate that in my communications with people professionally behind right. the scenes. So there was this one client that I was working with and we had done like a barter where she was exchanging coaching for me in exchange for me doing her branding. Okay, I quickly learned though, where it's like not anyone's energy is gonna resonate with you.
0: I know you kind of mentioned there's been times in the past where like you've learned the hard way that like you're not energetically aligned or you weren't running your business based on that. And I could see how that could be like draining, number one, just dealing with people. I know, for example, when I wasn't really leading with that, Um, I could find it draining because there's just some people like you're not alignment with in that way, but it's so much more fulfilling and I have so much more pleasure working with people who like I do feel like energetically aligned with and I feel like are really in touch, like spiritually. I feel whatever that means for them. Right,
1: right. No, I definitely feel that. An amazing woman that I came across professionally, I had a great opportunity to work with her, did some design work. She she shared me with her community. I worked with her community too. But because I felt like it was the shiny object moment for me, where it's like, oh, she has such a massive following. This is a great professional opportunity for me. In all reality, it wasn't. I'm more of a yeah. behind the scenes type of person. She's more external, front facing, in your face kind of thing. And I operate on a more like laid back scale. So I noticed that when it came to business opportunities with her that she's presenting to me, I kept saying yes so quickly. And in real lives where it's like, this may not be an opportunity for me. It may have been an opportunity for someone else, but it's like the way how I am, I have to respect my energetic levels and yes. not always jump on something and i I'm totally immediately like really assess the situation, assess the energy behind it and really make that be the decision factor as opposed to just the accolades and the status quo and things like that.
0: That is such a good example because... It's just the realities of entrepreneurship where you're like, yeah, I mean, you got to you have to survive, like you have to make money, like you also are trying to grow. And a lot of people out here, there's a lot of there's a lot of cloud chasing. There's a lot of things that you you have to really have discernment with because you'll end up being unhappy. Like you could say, oh, I want to collab with this person. Like you said, like maybe they have a great following, like it could be good exposure but it's like, what are you trading off? Maybe you're trading off integrity. And like, I've been listening to, you know, a lot of people lately, just different podcasts. I, I might have heard this on like, I might have heard this on Jay Shetty, but there's Jay Shetty. Oh, yeah, I love Jay Shetty. I'm like, he's he's always a solid one to listen to. And I just need to kind of get a little bit of that, you know, spiritual perspective and alignment. And he basically, I think he was talking about being able to like, kind of... Assess along the way, maybe even like monthly or quarterly or wherever you do your reflection, kind of looking back on if you were doing things that were aligned in your values and mission, like was I making decisions based in that or kind of just kind of revisiting You know, different partnerships and opportunities, and really asking yourself those questions. Like,
1: that's deep. It just is it mission aligned? Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely relate. And I could definitely see the truth in what you said and how Jay Shetty have put that together. It's true. It's like these are the things that we don't really think about or speak about with entrepreneurship, it's the whole like energetic side of it. Like, yes, we want to make money. Yeah. We want to thrive. You know, I'm boss and things like that. But like, that, it comes a big responsibility with that, though, because it's just like you still have to make sure that energetically you're good, you know, physically you're good, emotionally you're well. Like it's so many layers of factors of being an entrepreneur, not only about the business, the business is just the outcome of mm-hmm. how everything else is in alignment or out of alignment.
0: Yeah. And you get to build your business based on those values and, and what you do. Like that's why this, this whole conversation is is one of my favorites to have because It's not just building a business around the topics. And when I talk to people a lot now, it's like nobody cares about that. Like everybody wants something to be rooted in some sort of mission, some sort of cause. Like they want to know you're real. I know that we look for that and who we're working with. So it's not enough to just be a branding agency. Like what do you stand for? And being able to kind of figure out how to communicate that is always a little bit tricky. But what are like, what are some of the blocks that you've had when it comes to, I guess, showing showing yourself and showing your true self? I know you feel more energetically aligned than ever. And so what has been the hard parts about doing that work of revealing
1: who you are today? Girl, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Articulating it. Articulating the embodiment. I'm big on self-expression, but like through my physical, I you feel like, you know, I'm just just embodying it like that's what I like but like yeah. the far ends trying to communicate it through words or you know content writing and things like that I do struggle with that for two reasons one medically because I have multiple sclerosis so it's like it directly affects my like the way how I think and process stuff sometimes so I'll tend to forget mm-hmm. things or it's just like I don't know if I'm articulating it right like there's a lot of self-doubt in that department so I am working sure. through it And the second thing is I'm such an introvert. Like, my inner world is so dope. And it's like, in my head, I am just living it. I'm expressing it. But when I speak to people, they're just like, I don't see what you see. So it's just, I guess it's all about the articulation. I'm still trying to find out my medium for that.
0: It's definitely work. Like, that's why, you know, branding and especially you are a branding expert. So it's funny because as branding experts we need help like pulling that out it's why we have to like be in community with each other to be like okay what how do you see me and one thing that like you know one branding tip you always here and i'm sure you've given this advice as well where it's like have your friends like kind of give you feedback on things people who really know you like how do they see you, and help articulate that but it's it's work and it's it's hard work but It's something that I think over time starts to come together. Like it doesn't happen immediately, but I think, you know, being able to show up as your authentic self in small ways, I would definitely advise anybody listening. Like if you're really trying to figure out how to get your brand out there more, just think of everything like needs to be digestible. There's no way to just, you can pop out with a new website, you could rebrand your social, but it's still going to be over time that people are seeing like little bits of you through content like, okay, you have a post about how you feel about mental health. Maybe you had this podcast interview. you talk about your creative expression and all these little things paint like a bigger picture,
1: but it does take courage to put yourself out there. It's scary. It definitely does. It definitely does. And like, I guess like this is something as from a creative perspective now, your art I'm starting to learn that your art is your best tool of expression. We have so much deep feelings. We live in chaos. And so it's like, we understand our chaos, but articulating that chaos, I feel like that's when art becomes like a real genuine, like, I don't know how to say it. It's just, it's so dope that, yeah. And you're like, I'm
0: dope offline. Like we get caught up in the content and the social media personas and all that. But, you're th- this is your art and your expression is
1: is you and something you'll always have like regardless what happens to these apps exactly and that's my love and hate thing about content creating it's like i am a creative online offline awesome, this is how i live my life and it's just like, confined it yeah. in like the whole thing about you have to create content every day every day ding. it's just like yeah it could be so draining at times and stifling as a could be. oh yeah yeah because this is your art but it's
0: being condensed to content 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 like no like what i'm sorry yeah like with (laughs) new (laughs) rules every day like yeah that's why i and i think our philosophies on social media are so aligned because you know with my agency with brand curators like our our ethos when it comes to social is like we're so anti algorithm hacks and like vanity metrics like i don't care about how many followers you have like it's something that like matters to some for some things, but in the grand scheme of things, it's more about, you know, the the storytelling. And I love what you've put together with your coaching program. Like I'd love to hear more about the social media for introverts, because when you first told me about it, I was like, yes, that is so needed because there there are really dope people, like you said, dope people offline. And we got to try to you know, put ourselves out there more, but how do you do that? Especially if you don't like showing your face, especially if it's uncomfortable, how do you help people kind of get there? And how did you come up with the idea for it?
1: I, I, so I came up with this ideology. You are your best client right now. I'm my first client with this whole transformation. I am my first client. So it's just like, all right, Denisha, what is it that you don't like? What is it that you do like ask yourself these things? What are you comfortable with? what are people saying about you? As an example, people always compliment my voice. So it's like, okay, I could do podcasting then because I like to have conversations. I don't like being on the screen. Like right here, it's taking a lot. <laughs> it be, I get it. I know. It's just, it's like you're in action mode. Like <laughs> <laughs> rightly. And the was with you. So it's like, I, I don't mind being on the screen, but it's just yeah. like, things like that. As an example, it's like, okay, if you like, to story tell if you have compliments about your voice if you have a beautiful voice why not put in an artistic expression whether it's through poetry or whether it's through and you share your poetry online whether it's through mm-hmm. podcasting and have your voice you know kind of spread and things like that um yeah so it's just like finding out what your comfort level is and really feeling that in your body like oh is this too uncomfortable you have to be uncomfortable for change you do but not to the point where it's like you can't even show up because you're way out of your comfort zone. That no, nah. it, it'll hinder you.
0: Like you know, at the end of the
1: day, there's so much opportunity on there. But I love the
0: idea of social media for introverts because, again, it's intimidating. Not every medium's meant for everybody, but especially like you always hear. That to grow your business, you need to show your face. Yeah. So
1: there's ways to do it without doing that. That's true. That's true. Because people want to connect to the person. And sometimes, yes, putting a face on the person is amazing, but like the person, anything that could be personified, like, you know, your voice, even if you do put your face on it, you can just have like a behind the scenes thing where you're not just standing in front of the camera. Then we can see you doing your work, we can see you doing your day to day stuff you can have a voiceover, like, it's just, there's so many play or like, you know, just kind of taking the person into different elements, blogging, things like that. Like, yeah.
0: Absolutely. And there's, I love that there's so many tools for stuff like that now. Like you can, for example, what we'll do is we typically will put this conversation into, you know, an AI transcriber. And then now it's in written form and you can use that. And so, I love being able to like show people tools like that because I think once you get warmed up to the idea that there is, you do have a lot of things to share and there's a lot of ways to like let people know your expertise or your opinions or your art, it kind of gets a little bit easier to then show up.
1: That's a fact. No, that's definitely a fact. And music is another way of expressing it too. Definitely. Like if you want to build a personal brand on social media, yes, yeah. we have some trending sounds in some extent yes but also be intentional with the music selection like what is expressing the type of vibe that people are going to experience with you so I was like I use music a lot when I put a post or reels or whatever it's real intense yes
0: yes I love that I know we've kind of talked about like our music choices too yeah. what did I post the other day that we were talking about was it was a Jill Scott yeah. Yeah. Game- yeah. yeah yeah
1: that she posted on three yes
0: yes I do that. I, I do that all the time. I think that's a really great way to kind of, you know, there's really small ways to solidify your own brand. And I definitely do that through music too, because I just I love music. Absolutely and right. yeah. And so I don't really hyper focus on using a trending sound. I literally choose things that are kind of off my playlist, things that evoke the emotion I want. Um, even with the podcast, like we have a main character energy. Um, playlist that I'll link in the show notes for you guys but whatever yeah it's in the vibe is all main character energy right like so things that kind of get me hyped, that I feel like embody that emotion of feeling energized and feeling yourself and like going for it and being bold that's what we use to you know to to promo the show so we'll have to figure out what your song is Denny but I
1: think that's a great tip thank you thank you my love and I love the fact that you had a pod like a podcast playlist a playlist for your podcast I think that's really dope it adds more like you said like that emotional connection that a Lawrence where it's like because I love your title first of all I love the title thank of your podcast you. like, yeah, yeah like, thank it's you. so fitting for the people I want to talk to you know I feel that I feel that I love it honestly I do I, I want to hear more about now with, with your social media
0: for uh, introverts. How can people be a part of that or what can they expect?
1: As, okay, so I'm coming out with an online branding academy for introverts. Honestly, it's set to be like released in the spring in the form of online online courses. So like I want to make mini courses for introverts. Like for example, finding your voice writing down your story, like little small mini concise sessions and uh, turn it into like a membership form so like (laughs) monthly you pay like a small fee a month but you get access to all this content so it's just like as i'm doing my personal brand you know through Diosa, things like that and what i'm learning also with professional relationships i'm gonna be pouring it into that academy so as i'm growing that academy is gonna grow too
0: yes that is such the way to go i mean we're all just craving community and Like need some resources to help do this, and it feels so much better when you're not doing it alone and have, you know, some support. And I think it's I think it's great to, uh, you know, it being like at a membership price point because it's so hard to, you know, hire professional help sometimes. And we're all trying to grow and build, but like I know budgets can be a concern. So it's it sounds like a great touch point, especially for entrepreneurs who. Need the support ongoing and I feel like they can be a part of something, but maybe aren't, you know, at the point to like really
1: shell out on like, you know, full agency services. Right, right. It's not always about the money. And it's like the way how I see my personal brand, I will make money. I know I will be successful because I'm rooted in, I want to help people while I'm helping myself. So I know I'm going to be blessed. But like with that academy, that's my way. Like even after I die, I think about shit like this all the time. Like, when I die, what am I going to be leaving back? And I want mm-hmm. to contribute positively. Like if this is my industry, let me do it this way. Where it's like, I'm sharing my knowledge and that is everlasting. So yeah. yeah well, I'm that's what's up. I
0: love that. We'll have to definitely put some more info out when, you know, everything opens up when people can start registering. But what I'll do is of course, Denny's information will be in the show notes. So can kind of follow and stay tuned because I know that there's people out here who could absolutely use a course like that to just kind of help them get started. I I think that's the biggest thing that I hear from people that it's hard to get started and that they want to and that they see, you know, me or other entrepreneurs like, you post so much, you have so much. And I'm like, it's work still. Like it definitely, I, I think that, you know, luckily I really tried to create like an entrepreneur community for myself to like, kind of keep me motivated yeah but that's why something that like what you're doing matters a lot so I'm glad that you
1: are channeling all of your learnings into that Yeah, it's definitely thank you it's it's. Yeah. I feel like my life path is like teacher student teacher student mm-hmm. like that's our yes and my brand messaging is like I'm doing it with you please don't call me a damn coach I'm not a coach I'm doing it with you so
0: oh I like that yeah yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a it's 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 very on what what you're getting because I know sometimes like yeah coaching can feel that can sometimes feel icky too like when you know what I mean like just when when it comes like the different services and things out there not that coaching is a bad thing I also do coaching but sometimes it's hard to explain that it's not like a money grab it's really something it's really rooted in education which is awesome I want I want to kind of leave the people with a little bit more of like your like a mantra, like something that kind of gets you through. Do you have any specific like affirmation or mantra or something that you kind of say or embody that kind of gets you through as you're on your journey?
1: Yeah, stop hoping and start believing. I like that. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so it's like, I'm a visionary. I see it. I know exactly where I'm supposed to be at. But like, it's one thing to know where you're going it's another to believe it's it's yours so it's like i feel like when you align your faith whatever religious or belief system that you have it doesn't matter like your faith has to be there to meet you halfway if you're trying to pull down your dream to reality you have to have faith if you could see it it's already yours but if you could see it that's only one step to it you have to believe that it's yours for you to actually like persuade yourself like yo i can do this like let me take that first step towards building that dream into reality. So I mm-hmm. had to start telling myself, stop hoping and start believing.
0: You're right. Take aligned action, take that next step, whether it's just put, getting yourself out there or you know, take, re- making one move, I think is so empowering. And I've had to really learn that as well in my journey where it's like, I, I kind of get bogged down by my, one of my blocks is like, I'm like, there's so many things I want to do. And I think a lot of like creatives can relate to that in general, where it's like, I have all these ideas, I have all these visions, I have all these dreams, but like actually documenting it and writing it down and coming back and revisiting and seeing like, what did I do to move towards this? And maybe just one thing at a time, like I don't have to do all of this, like this can be my life's work to come up with, you know, do all these things what does reflection mean to you in that way like how do you reflect and see that you have been making that action
1: honestly rewatching my like my content or marine the journey of it's like damn I came from there to here like forget the analytics and stuff it's like I could see the growth because I remember the emotions every reel that I watch or content it's like I remember where I was in my headspace that's good I love that one that
0: that is such a gem. It is not about the analytics. It's literally about just watching that journey. Like, right? It's like, I, I did that I did that recently for the first time. Like, I went back and saw one of my first reels and was like, wow. <laughs> okay. Like, we've come a long
1: way. Right, right.
0: right. Uh, the power of reflection, the power of not just hoping, moving. I love that. Thank you so much, Denny. There's so much gems dropped. Yeah, it's been great just watching and being a part of even, you know, helping with the brand glow up of it all and, you know, being in community with you. So we'll definitely make sure that we put your information in the show notes. Is there anywhere specific we can follow you?
1: Yeah. Well, my Instagram uh, is looking like my Instagram is, will be my community of choice. So I have three different Instagrams. Don't the go <laughs> There's a vision. There's a vision. <laughs> yeah, there's a mission. It all ties in. Yep, my Denisha C Designs. That's my professional mm-hmm. journey. If you want to see my personal brand, where I kind of go more into like the details of it, you can follow me on Denny Gathus and Denny Diosa. So like, yeah, one side of each. Yeah, yeah. The yin yang. I saw that. Yeah, I love that. I'm gonna put that in the show notes so people
0: can follow you there. But thank you so much, Denny. It was lovely catching up with you.
1: Likewise, it's always nice talking to you.
0: Thanks for listening to Main Character Energy. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating or a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Be sure to follow on social at Tiff or Die and Main Character Energy Pod to access exclusive content and get a behind the scenes look as well as resources to help you become that bitch. See you next week.